Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. This is Not Your Average Online Marketing Podcast, episode number 22. And in this episode, we're talking about lessons from a nearly failed launch, what we did wrong, what we did right, and what you can learn from our mistakes so that your launches go even better. So let's get into it. Hey, 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 not so average marketer. Welcome to the podcast. Now, I'm a little nervous for today's episode, to be honest, because a lot of times on the show, we talk about like what's working well and how we're getting results. But we recently launched a product and it was like paddling upstream. It was difficult. It was bumpy. It didn't go to plan. We didn't see the traction that we wanted to see early on in the launch. And so What I want to share with you today is really the shortcomings that we had and what you can learn from them so that your launches are more effective than our launches were. And so I think the best place to start is just talking about specifically what we launched. So at the beginning of February, we launched a six-week Facebook ads bootcamp for $297. So what happened was we told people, hey, Come work with me for six weeks. I'm going to teach you the fundamentals of the ads manager. I'm going to help you write copy and creative. I'm going to help you learn how to set up advertisements. And it was a really strong offer, I thought, right? But it turns out that the offer wasn't as strong as we thought it was. Now, to give you context, the first, I wouldn't say mistake, but the first thing that grabbed my attention is that A lot of people that we talked to, including my mentor, said, well, how are you launching it? Are you doing like a webinar, a challenge, a video series? And we decided to just do a flash promotion. So for a very short period of time, just a couple of days, we opened the doors. We gave people like three or four days to join. And we basically said, it's $297 and you can click here to sign up. So how do we drive traffic? It was all email and social media. 
right? We didn't do a webinar or a challenge or a video series. And I think the big misstep that I made was that a lot of the projections that I did and calculations on how well this launch was going to perform were actually kind of based on my experience with webinars and challenges. I don't do a ton of email-only launches. And so when you're doing your projections or you're planning out your launch or you're mapping out your metrics, you kind of have to... I don't want to say be realistic because, you know, there's always room for something really awesome to happen, but you have to be mindful of the vehicle that you're using to launch your product. So when we didn't do a webinar or a challenge or a video series or, or anything formal, we kind of said, oh, this is going to work great. You know, without thinking it's going to convert at a lower percent than when we do get people to sign up for a promotional launch, right? So Here's the thing. I think we should talk about the results and what happened. So full transparency, our goal was 20000 in revenue. We wanted to get $20,000 cash in hand revenue um, or projected revenue even. Like that was kind of our goal was to be around that number. We ended up generating 10000 in revenue. Now what's nice about this is we didn't spend a lot on ads. We spent less than a couple hundred on ads uh, because it was all organic and email. But Y'all, I, I, I was, this is part of what made me nervous to record this episode, to be honest, is I know it sounds very much like, well, you made 10,000, so why are you complaining or why was it nearly failed? Well, because we came up on our short on our goal by 50%. And when you're talking about metrics and cash flow and goals and managing a team, like a big hit like that can feel really stressful. Um, it can feel really daunting and it can feel like, oh my gosh, I had this, you know, vision for what was going to happen and it didn't happen, right? So the other thing I want to give you to think about is that 80% of our sales came in the last 12 to 24 hours, okay? So when I say it was a nearly failed launch, I mean, we still generated revenue. We still, you know, it's worth it for me to run a six-week boot camp for $10,000, but we also, for the first several days we were open, we're like, no one's buying. We had like four or five sales at 297 for the first few days. And so part of what I think really felt nearly failed about this was that we didn't get the traction early on. So we like to see an influx of customers when we announce something. We like to see an influx of customers at the end, but it was just dead for the first three days. And so what we, what I want to talk about or what we did was we kind of said like, what, what's the problem here, right? Why is this not working? What is the, the problem that we need to get fixed right away? And the first things first is that we have a membership. You may know the Not Your Average membership, and we teach some Facebook ads stuff in there. And one of the biggest questions, objections, concerns we got from people was, I already have the membership or how is this different than the membership? And what that tells me is that I had really not great messaging to differentiate this from my other offers. And for those of us who are very niche, which is really helpful for your revenue and really helpful for your sales, it can be tough because you want to differentiate your offers, but you want to be in that same vein of what you teach. And we had kind of identified that we didn't have a clear messaging as to why this was different. 
And so what we did to kind of fix that was we started refining that messaging and we revised the sales page several times throughout the launch, including the last day. Like before the last day emails went out, we changed the headline, we changed the copy, we changed the way it was presented. We went in and we refined stuff. And so what I want you to understand is that sometimes you have to change things mid-launch. And that can feel stressful because you're like, well, what if the sales page was working and people just need to see it multiple times? Or what if, what if, what if? But what you have to think about is you have to be proactive in your launches. If something's not working, you have to identify what it is and work on it. The other big problem that we ran into was we started by calling it the six-week Facebook and Instagram ads bootcamp. And that's what we led with right? On our sales page and our messaging, we we're like, come join this six-week boot camp. Come join this six-week boot camp. And we didn't have like a clear name or outcome for the offer. Now, that might, at first you might be like, well, yeah, you do have an outcome because it's how to learn Facebook ads in six weeks, right? But what does that do for my customer? What do they get out of joining the six-week boot camp besides just competency, Because what we were kind of leaning on in our messaging and in our offer was, oh, you'll be really good at Facebook ads. You'll feel confident. You'll feel competent. You'll have results. You'll be generating leads. And the reality is that that's not what people desire. They desire to grow their email list. They desire to make sales. They desire to have a funnel in place. So it was just a big realization, really, for lack of a better word, that we didn't have a clear name or a clear outcome for our offer. And if we can't identify what the outcome is based on what we're promoting, we can't expect our prospects to either. So you just have to be thinking the next time you launch your product is like, what is the actual outcome and am I promoting that? Right? It sounds really silly because we think, oh my gosh, I know exactly what the outcome is. People are going to get this, 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 and this. But there's this kind of sub-question, which is, are the outcomes that I'm talking about with my offer things that my audience actually wants? Okay. Now, the other big misstep that I think we made was we should have done more lead up. So I would have rather pushed the promotion back like a week and a half, two weeks, and sent some emails to my list about like, how Facebook ads work and why they're so beneficial because we didn't do any lead in or lead up. And I think that really cost us because then the minute the cart was open, you know, there is this human element of like our guard goes up because everything I'm saying now in the eyes of my audience is to sell something, right? Whereas before the cart opens, I can just provide massive value kind of without that resistance or fear that it's just a persuasive tactic, especially in the B2B space. So next time, what we would do is really have more lead in and lead up. And it doesn't have to be massive. Like at the end of the day, you guys, we generated $10,000 in revenue under a $200 ad spend pretty much organically with our email list that we've been growing for a few months. But it could have been better. Now, I know that I always hesitate to say things like that because I want you to understand that just because something could be better doesn't mean it was failed, right? And that's why I called this episode a nearly failed launch. Like, it didn't fall flat on its face, but it didn't soar. And if you don't have that lead in or lead up, if you don't prime your audience to be thinking about what they should promote or what you're going to promote, I should say, they're not going to buy, 
at the level that you want. Now, you're always going to have those diehard fans and the people that trust you and the people that dive in, but you have to understand that if you don't prime your audience before the offer comes out, it's harder to sell. Impossible, no, but harder, yes. And just to clarify, when I say prime your audience, I mean dripping content, podcasts, videos, trainings that explain to them and paint the picture of why your stuff is so important. And that can be in the form of how-to content. It can be in the form of persuasive content, like I said, podcast, video, email, but you have to put your content out there so that people know why they should take you up on it, okay? I think that one thing we should talk about is why I really felt like this failed and something that I want you to think about that was a big lesson for me. And that is that we ended up with about 32 people inside the program, but on our sales page, we wrote max of 75 students. We ended up talking to a few people, one of my mentors, and they were like, that's not really like, it's not compelling people. It's, it's a big number. There's really no incentive to be one of the 75 other than you get access to the program. And, you know, it felt really defeating to know that like I was shooting for 75 people and I got 32, which is about, you know, half the goal, which makes sense because we did about half the revenue we wanted. I had this fear that if I didn't sell 75 spots, everybody in the program was going to go, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Zach, Zach can't even fill up a program. Zach doesn't know how to run ads to fill a program. Why would I trust this guy when there's not people in the Facebook group at the number that was the maximum capacity. And I share that because I think this is a really common fear that I see and hear a lot from marketers. And that is that people are going to judge them based on their numbers. Here's the truth. No one cared. No one said anything. No one said, oh my gosh, this guy's so fraudulent. No one cared. Right? So, One of the things that I think really got me was this gripping fear that was like, if I don't hit 75, everything's going to be bad. People are going to perceive it as bad. People are going to perceive it as this or that. And y'all, that just isn't the case. People don't really care about your numbers. And so I just want you to think about that next time. You're like, I only got three people or I only got 10 people into my program. People are generally excited for a higher level of support. And you can provide a higher level of support when you have a smaller group. So if you do a launch and you don't get as many people as you wanted or planned for, lean into that. Use that opportunity to say, oh my gosh, I can really serve the heck out of these people. Now, I want to talk really quickly because if you're listening to this and and you've pieced a couple things together, what you've pieced together is that prior to the last day, we had like five sales, three, four or five sales. And we were nowhere near the goal, (laughs) right? So in the last 24 hours, a lot of the sales came in. So there's a few things that I think we did mid-launch that really helped us save the promotion and still generate revenue. And these are lessons that I want you to think about and take away because you can do these too if your launch isn't going well. The first thing was we refined the messaging and refined the sales page. So we started talking instead of calling it like a six-week boot camp, we changed the headline on the sales page to be outcome-driven. We changed the content of our emails to be content-driven or and outcome-driven. We, we tweaked a lot 
and we refined the messaging as we went. Now, is that optimal? No. You really want to have your messaging refined before you start. But we realized it was a little broad, and we just started niching and narrowing it down. The second thing we did was I tell my clients all the time, like this is a very regular thing I tell my clients, and that is that you don't quit. You don't quit. You get frustrated, you get upset, you say, no one's buying my thing, I'm not getting results. And a lot of times, you know, people go, well, if it's not working, I'm not going to keep sending emails and kind of banging my head against the wall and just trying to get results. But if we had quit, if we had quit our email promotion after three days because no one was buying and no one was getting traction and we weren't seeing the results, then we would have missed all those sales that came in in the last 24 hours. So next time, what I would do is is I would really refine that messaging first, and then I might even split test a couple of sales pages to see if I can get better results with a sales page. The other thing is, I think we introduced a couple bonuses on the last day and halfway through the promotion that really helped push things forward, and that was really good in the sense that it drove more sales. But I think we could have more compelling bonuses. You know, we kind of honestly created them in real time because I was like, we need to do something to bump these sales up. And so we put more, more, more in, which is really not my philosophy. I (laughs) really want to refine and make sure I'm only giving the information that people need. And we didn't do that this time. So just something to think about. I think having the right compelling bonuses would have been better. Um, Our bonuses were good and they definitely drove sales. But I think if we had kind of planned a little further in advance, that would have been better. And that's the, the last thing that I'll say about like the big misstep we made is that we weren't big on planning. Um, we kind of said, let's do this thing. Let's let's go for it. Let's jump right in. And we should have spent more time on it. You know, I think we could have planned better and we didn't have that lead up or lead in versus, you know, being reactionary. We wanted an influx of cash so that we had to add money to spend on our next big launch and we got reactionary and it kind of bit us in the butt, right? So what can you take away from this, right? And like I said, I I was so nervous to record this episode. I'm excited to release it because I do sincerely believe that this is going to give feedback and support to people who are going through a launch that's not working or who are planning a launch or who have just finished a launch that didn't go well to kind of evaluate what did and didn't work. And if I can just give you the important lessons that that I came up with, the first thing is focus on outcomes, right? When you're doing your promotion, don't talk about what people get. Talk about what they create in their life. That was a big one. We didn't do that well enough, and it, it really ended up kind of biting us in the butt. Second is differentiate your product. If you have multiple products, what makes them different? Why should I join a $37 program and then a membership and then still spend more money to get inside, you know, the the boot camp, right? We weren't clear on that in our messaging and our communication. And for that reason, people were confused and didn't know if they should join or not. And there were probably a lot of people that would have been great for the program that said, oh, I don't need this because I'm in the membership or the membership already covers this when in fact they're very distinctly different offers. Third is have clarity. And this is a really broad one. But I want you to understand that you need to have clarity on everything before you go in. What emails are going out when? What is the offer about? What will people create? 
How are you going to sell this? What is your promotional strategy? How did you set people up for success? And I know I'm like rapid fire questions at you, but I just want you to understand that if if you don't feel crystal clear about what you're selling, if you don't feel absolute certainty, if somebody was to walk up to you and say, what do you sell? And you could explain it to them if they were in your target market, you're missing the mark. Because if you're not crystal clear, your audience will never be clearer than you. They're never going to go, oh, I see what Zach's trying to say. They're going to go, I don't know what this is. And a confused mind does not buy. That's one of the quotes that I've heard uh, several times from several people, and it always sticks with me. Confused minds don't buy. The last lesson I want to give you is do not quit. We were 75, 80% of the way through the promotion, limited sales, limited results, but we didn't quit. We emailed, we posted on social, we promoted, we ran some last minute ads. We really pushed to get results. It's super easy to be deflated when things are not going your way. But the strength that you have to push through is what will ultimately create your results. So I just want you to think, how can I push through? And I I get that, that saying like push through, it's like, it's got this negative connotation of like, oh, you've got to push, you've got to try hard. It doesn't have to be hard to keep going, right? It might feel hard, and, and those feelings are totally valid, but sometimes it's as simple as saying, I'm, I'm so mentally done, but I'm going to send one more email. I'm so tapped out, but I'm going to post that on Facebook, right? And I get it. That can be hard in the moment, but just realize that one email, one post, one thing can be that differentiating key that unlocks the potential of your launch. So... I hope that you got lots of value from this episode. Um, like I said, I was a little <laughs> nervous to record it, but I'm happy that I did because I do sincerely think it's going to help you. I, I do think that if you've launched or plan to launch, it's really going to give you some insights on what works. So with all that being said, if you want to listen to this episode or get the transcript for this episode, you can always head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash NYAP022. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash N-Y-A-P-022 for Not Your Average Podcast episode number 22. We'll have a quick outline of what the show's about and a full transcript that you can read at your leisure if you liked the episode and you want to recap what happened without having to listen to the whole thing over again, you can do that. So there you have it. I, like I said, I just sincerely hope that this episode helps you. So get out there. If you don't have a great launch, that's okay. Don't quit. Keep going because the magic will happen. It will happen for you if you just persist. So with that being said, that's our episode. I hope you got mad value. Yeah, I just hope you got mad value. I was a little nervous to record, but I feel good now. So let's wrap up here before I ramble any longer. Feel free to check out those show notes. And if you get lots of value feel free to tag me on Instagram at heart, soul, hustle. I love hearing from you. I love hearing what you thought of the episodes. And until next week, stay not so average.